Welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Margaret Pendo, and I have the pleasure of introducing you to Majda Dukak this week. Majda is originally from Jordan and graduated in 2015 with a combined major in both cultural studies and comparative literature and communication and media studies with a minor in management. She has been working on a very interesting project recently, and I'm super excited to learn more about it with all of you. Welcome, Majda. Hello, Margaret. It's very nice to be with you here. Yeah, thank you for coming. So let's get right into this very exciting project that you're starting. So you're creating a, kind of an educational program called Ripple. And why don't we just dive in and you tell us a little bit about what that is and how you kind of started with that. Okay. Um, so uh, Ripple was founded on the basis of introducing a new approach to education, whereby uh, education is mostly about you know, uh, the shared community approach. If I'm going to use a cliche, I'll say it's like the Uber of education, where you exchange knowledge, create knowledge together to create something new. And this way, we add on each other's experiences to come up with something bigger, better, and more impactful to students. So uh, the way that Ripple works is we create programs that are centered around um, personal and professional uh, development for students. So we look at uh, personal and global awareness, proactivity, and creating positive change agents in the community through our programs. So we look at uh, things such as uh, leadership, uh, social change, social justice, public speaking, and so on and so forth. And what makes Ripple unique is that it kind of complements the traditional education approaches. So it uh, equips students with the right tools that are needed for them to excel and also to stand out when they enter the, this fast-paced world where everything is very competitive nowadays and we want to provide students with a competitive advantage when they go out there so that they're unique, they're different, and they have the skills, not just the knowledge that is needed for them to you know, be one step ahead of the game especially as entry-level uh, graduates. Um, if I'm going to go into the story behind Ripple, uh, it started with the passion and first-hand experience on student leadership and development at both school and university levels. So during my time at Franklin, I was very active with the Office of Student Life. I worked on several uh, programs that are part of the OSL. And uh, with that experience and with my um, master's in innovation and education, which I'm working on online, I was kind of able to combine both to come up with uh, this education startup. Awesome. That's super exciting. And so you mentioned working in the OSL, and I know that you were part of the Tucker Family Fellowship. How did that impact your life after Franklin, or how did that contribute to what you're doing now? Well, the Tucker Family F uh, Fellowship was actually a door opener to <laughs> like all the opportunities that followed. So basically, during my time at Franklin, I was always looking for something more. I was always trying to figure out what my passion is, what is it that I want to do in my life, which is, I guess, you know, a lot of students go through that. And then when I applied to the Tucker Family Program and got accepted, I was thinking that I want to be able to give back to my community in a way. And so I want to do the internship in Jordan. And with that, I got the opportunity to uh, do an internship at the Association of Queen Rani Award for Excellence in Education, which is a royal initiative by Her Majesty Queen Rania. And basically this initiative is 
uh, about awarding educators, distinguished educators, and motivating them so that they can then disseminate a culture of excellence in their community. So I did that internship for one month there, and it was beautiful. I worked in the communications department. But upon completing my time there, I realized that uh, what I'm truly passionate about is education. And so when I went back to Franklin, um, SSB was my uh, thesis advisor. And overnight, I changed my thesis topic to education reform in Jordan. I had 24 hours to come up with a new research question and resources because I had all summer to prepare for the old topic. And so I did, and I did my um, thesis on that. And it was a beyond beautiful experience, honestly, working on it. It didn't feel like I was doing any kind of, you know, work or homework of anything. It was really entertaining. It was really enlightening. And before graduating, um, in two months, I got a job offer from the Association of Queen Rania Awards. So um, three months after graduation, I just started working with them. So in a way, the Tucker uh, Family Fellowship actually made me realize what, where my passion is, what my passion is, and it opened up all the doors of opportunity for me. Um, as a fresh graduate, I worked uh, with the association for two years, and even after leaving them to start Ripple, I still do work with them now. So a part of me, a part of my heart is still there, <laughs> is still with them. And I owe that, honestly, to that program. That's amazing. Were you actually able to bring your thesis into discussion when you worked um, as a communications officer? Or what was that like? Actually, this is a very uh, interesting question. because uh, So the topic of my thesis was education reform in Jordan through the introduction of media education. Hmm. And in a way, this uh, topic allowed me to combine my uh, CLCS and communications uh, backgrounds along with my passion for education. So it was kind of, you know, like a one triangle that fits all type of thing. Yeah. And my solution for or my way of achieving education reform uh, in Jordan as per my thesis was through utilizing the distinguished educators that win the award. because. You know, they are the top of the top. They are the ones giving with passion. They are the ones giving beyond what is expected from them. So they are the change agents. And if I want to impact positive change, if I want to impact positive reform, I want to work with the best of the best. And those are my soldiers. So with that said, um, I introduced that. I presented my thesis uh, at my work. But, you know, we kind of took on a different approach. So instead of saying, okay, media education per se, we looked at the concept of utilizing those educators as change agents in their communities. And uh, with that came uh, a lot of uh, strategic work to work on a new strategy for the association in 2016, which was one year after I joined. And uh, part of it was how to diffuse the culture of excellence rather than just spread it. Um, so in a way, kind of like the message that I was trying to convey in my thesis on utilizing those people was achieved, but through different ways, not media education. Yeah, that's super interesting. That's really cool that you were able to kind of bring your thesis into the real world. That's really Yeah, cool. it was exciting. And you know what the coolest part about that is? Is like now it's been six years, and I hate to say that number, but it's been six years since I graduated. 
And every now and then I find myself, you know, opening my thesis again and reading it, not just, you know, for the fun of it, obviously, but because of the resources that were there, the, um, a lot of the information that was there. And I feel like in a way, this kind of sums up the Franklin education for me is despite all the experiences, the academic travel and everything that Franklin offers beyond classroom. When it came to classroom education, I have something, I have a reference I still go back to six years later. And for me, this is a very exciting part. Yeah, that is really exciting. I feel like that for sure validates that you did a good job. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> so you're planning on bringing kind of this Ripple pro- pro- project, excuse me, to Franklin. How is that Correct. kind of going to transition into what Franklin is today? So a part of the uh, Ripple program, the, we, have a, we have a program called uh, Ayla Leadership Program. And um, it's um, a program that offers a cross-disciplinary experience on leadership. And it allows students to gain critical, reflective, and introspective leadership knowledge and experience. So we kind of work on both the practical and the theory. The theory is imp- implemented through the practical rather than, you know, just yet another lecture. Um, without going into the details of this program, but uh, it echoes a lot of the things that Franklin works on, such as the intercultural competency, international engagement, social responsibility, um, and uh, obviously networking opportunities. So with that, uh, we are working on kind of um, implementing this program as part of career strategy, because what it does is it offers students the skills that they need to enter the workforce. It uh, opens up a lot of networking opportunities for them. The completion of that program comes with a lot of benefits from certification to um, personalized report for each student that they can attach to any resume or personal letter. And that provides a competitive advantage, you know, especially now uh, with, you know, the students like yourself who are experiencing college life with the lens of COVID as well. And so we want to be able to offer those students something unique, something that makes them stand out because with distance learning and online education, the, those competitive advantages are not as apparent, are not as present because life beyond classroom is not as present anymore. Yeah. Um, so this is how we're working on uh, implementing it. It's not just made for students who have it all figured out. It's made for everyone. Those who are still thinking about what they want to do, those who haven't thought about it yet, but, you know, come across this program and think maybe this will open up doors for me. Um, it's interactive based. So we're not looking at uh, lecture style or instructive ways of uh, teaching. Uh, it's all activity-based, hands-on, very exciting, and we're very excited to see it happen. That is super exciting. When should people kind of expect to see this in full motion or at least introduce them to it? Um, I think um, I think we would be probably introducing it to students during the fall semester for them to sign up so that hopefully we kickstart the first round during spring semester. 
Okay, awesome. That's really exciting. 2022 bringing new adventures to bring. Yeah, hopefully, especially with the new building now as well. So it's a lot of exciting things happening. <laughs> yeah, a lot of cool stuff coming. Sad that I'm graduating, but I'm excited for future Franklin students too. Well, I can tell you something. You, you graduate, but you never leave. You'll, you'll realize that. <laughs> a part of me is still there. I'm still, part of me is still stuck in a good way, not in a bad way. <laughs> and so you're the chapter leader of the alumni club in Jordan. Also, Correct. and how has that been? You know, why, why do you think it's important for alumni to kind of stay connected with Franklin? And Well, I feel there are several reasons. Now, the most straightforward reason is, uh, you know, it's Franklin is a small community, so it's nice wherever you are in the world to meet people who have been through similar experiences that you've been through. Um, I mean, I, I'm sure every university student says the same thing, that their experience was unique. But I do believe that Franklin offers something that you do not get anywhere, really. And so to connect with people who have been through those experiences is something really cool. So that's the first part. The second part is obviously... Uh, promoting uh, Franklin to other uh, prospective students. Um, having people who have uh, lived the Franklin experience speak to other students who are still contemplating decisions is something that can be very useful and beneficial. And lastly, of course, for Franklin, whatever support that alumni can offer in whichever way possible um, is always something that would be great and having a close-knit alumni community in different parts of the world can maybe make that happen. Yeah, no, definitely. And do you have any vision for how you're going to kind of take the club in Jordan? Do you have any, you know, insider advice of what it's like to run the alumni club? <laughs> well, honestly, I would say just stay connected. Stay connected with alumni, stay connected with Franklin as well. Um, knowing what's happening real time really helps create and spread stories for people who graduated, people who maybe, you know, graduated and moved on. And they just need that link sometimes and they do not know where to look for it. So I think really staying connected is the most important thing. I mean, funny story. So when I was uh, working on starting the Alumni Club of Jordan in 2016, um, uh, Franklin recommended that I connect with um, an alumni who was on the board of his um, uh, school's alumni uh, chapter. So not university school, but he was a Franklin graduate. So I went for coffee with that guy. And one year later, we were married. <laughs> no way! <laughs> so my husband is a Franklin graduate. He attended Franklin before I even went there. But I mean, this is like a random Franklin story. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. And so it's, you know, things like that. His siblings went to Franklin as well. His brother and sisters graduated from Franklin. My brothers are currently attending Franklin. So we kind of turned Franklin to a, an affair, you know, a family affair. <laughs> it's like the Franklin cult <laughs> when we sit together. <laughs> but yeah, like, you know, you don't know what, what opportunity, uh, kind of shows up or what opportunity being an active alumni can bring along your way, whether it's career, um, friendships, relationships, anything really, but it just comes from staying connected and seeking such um, encounters and experiences. 
Yeah, I agree. I also think it's cool that you can come back to your community and do things like Ripple and create such an actual long-standing impact on the community. You know, it's where else can you do stuff like that? It's very exciting. Mm -hmm. Definitely. I agree completely. Where did you guys end up having coffee? Uh, we ended up having coffee in a place in Amman, uh, the boulevard, which is basically, it's a new area, new district that they uh, built in Jordan. It's uh, it's a very nice, you know, you just walk around. So we had coffee there. We started talking about um, the, what to do for Franklin. And, you know, one meeting after the other, it turned, those meetings started turning into dates. <laughs> and yeah, so we did create a couple of big events. We had our engagement party where we had a lot of Franklin graduates <laughs> and then we had a wedding. <laughs> Amazing. That is such a good story. I love it. Yeah. And now our daughter, I don't think she has a choice but to attend Franklin. When it's time. <laughs> it's my legacy at this point. It's <laughs> <laughs> so exciting. Well, this has been truly wonderful and I'm really excited to see kind of how your Ripple program evolves. Um, and I'm really excited glad to share on this podcast. So thank you so much. No, thank you so much. And thank you for your time and for having me. Of course, it's been my pleasure. And same here. <laughs> well, I hope to see you again soon. Hopefully. Alumni reunion next year. Yes, definitely. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. Bye. Bye-bye.